clubhouse. Lord God, give us rain and a little luck and we'll do the rest. Amen. This is Steph. This is Sheila. Welcome to Yellowstone episode four. Going back to Cali. I've never been to Cali. I've only been to the airport. (laughs) Okay, well, let's go. That's our next trip, Sheila. Let's go. Actually, the only time I really ever have been there is through the airport at LAX to go to and from Australia. Oh, wow. So I would much rather be going back to Australia than going to California. Right? (laughs) Can't go anywhere now, so it's all right. In honor of our podcast today, I'm wearing my Yellowstone t-shirt. Nice. I'm wearing rip on my chest. Nice. It's Yellowstone Day. Hooray! I know. I get so excited. I like tell everybody, they're like, we know, Stephanie, we know. I know. I keep telling everyone, I'm like, you need to start watching the show. You need to start watching. And then once they watch it, they're like, oh my God, I love this show. Yeah. They're like, where's this been? I'm like, I've been telling you. <laughs> Hot take. What did you think of the episode? I was happy to see Jimmy back. I had a little bit of questions on this episode. Sort of the overlying theme is that things are about to change. So we did so. get some action this episode. I did like yeah. that, you know, the brawling. I did like that too. I was like kind of happy. I was like, ooh, the Duttons are back. Like, yeah, it's like we, it. we needed a little bit of, you know, bloodshed, you know, to make yeah. it feel like a Yellowstone season, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, where has this been? Everyone's uh, been, you know, like stitch free, broken bone free. Right. And, you know, I, I got my fix this episode. There hasn't been any bulls in the bar. Yeah. (laughs) I loved that. Yeah, that was a great scene. Let's talk about Jimmy because I was so concerned that we were losing our sweet Jimmy. Oh, same. Like, oh no, this is really bad. Like he could not come back from this maybe. We watch this ahead of time on screeners, so we don't always see the final, final cut of what actually gets aired. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually see the crash when yes. he fell off the bucking Bronco. But just from the way it sounded and the way that he was not moving and mm-hmm. the, the look of him, I didn't think that he could survive. So I was concerned. So I'm so glad that the episode opened with him so that this way yes. we could get that out of the way. Like, he's okay. He's pretty broken. Yeah. Were you surprised to see John Duttonson right there next to him? No. No? No, I was not. Because of what we had said in the last episode with him having the brand. Yeah. I exactly. him having that would basically have John there to say that through thick or thin, we've got your back. I kind of liked how John handled the whole thing. He had like, you know, everything jotted down and, mm-hmm. and like, damn, I was like, this guy is just pretty broken. <laughs> But fixable, yeah. you know. I yeah. mean, the fact be, that they said that like right. the doctor wanted him up and walking that afternoon. Mm, I don't know about that compression fracture in the spine. And you sounded surprised though. Why? I guess because John is an important man. He's got a lot of things to do. I don't know who else would have been uh-huh. there. Maybe Lloyd or maybe Rip. But it does make sense that he's there because you know if he's taking care of it. Like he left. That seemed right too. Like okay. You woke up, here's the thing, I'll see you later. I thought that scene with Jimmy was so funny. I liked the way that they played that. I thought John had a little bit of humor. Mia showing yeah, up that added, added a lot, a lot. of humor but to I was that really, situation. Um, I was surprised at John's reaction, I guess, to like Jimmy. Like, I, I guess he felt so bad for him because he was had just said that, you know, rodeo was like the only thing that made him feel like he was worth anything, which is a hard thing to admit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for Jimmy. But John had said to him right before he went to the rodeo, if you get injured, you know, you're no use to my payroll. So I was kind of glad that John took a little bit yeah. of a softer stance with Jimmy. Yeah. Him figuring that the hospital bills were paid for like Jimmy does 
doesn't have to worry about that. This is the new John Dutton. I guess he's a little more talkative. <laughs> John Dutton than he's been. Yeah, he does a seem little, A few more words few rather more words. than just his pithy little, you know, Duttonisms. I was happy that this was sort of like the, the leaf that he's turning over. I knew that they were going to take care of him no matter what because of what we had talked about with him having the brand. Mia, whoa. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. I got a problem with Seriously? this Seriously? <laughs> I don't think her motives are pure. I, what does Jimmy have that well, she could possibly So what want? she had said right before the rodeo, before Jimmy got hurt, uh -huh. he had beat her brother at a prior competition. Right. That already got my hackles up and I was like, hey, wait a second. And then, you know, how she was so demure. She kissed him on the cheek right before he's supposed to ride out. She goes, I can't believe I did that. Like she'd never done anything before. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. she is the wolf in the sheep's clothing. <laughs> For lack of a better term. Well, this girl yes. is aggressive. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where right. she's going to end up, but I just, I got my eye on her. I don't trust her. This was a huge like, what? I'm sorry. You shattered yeah, your, You have a brand hip. new hip and a lower spine compression fracture like like he, every motion is no. gonna hurt like he'll be screaming out like i'm on a pain 10 scale <laughs> right like not okay with this mia wanting to be jimmy's first after she calls him out on being a virgin i'm in disbelief about her motives don't know what hmm. jimmy has now that she can take away He's going to be out right. of the rodeo like, for is... months if he ever makes it back. And then, you know, now is promised to John that he's not going to do it anymore. If she really was trying to screw him over at the rodeo, like, didn't she accomplish that by distracting him enough to, like, take him out of rodeoing? So, yeah, like, why was she shut up I don't know. But I'm also a very distrusting person. <laughs> See, I'm a very trusting person. Like, sure. I'm she, like, like, she's I'm like the cynical city like, girl why here. Why not? Like, because she came off as so different in this episode, like, I feel like I haven't seen her true side yet. She was so demure in the rodeo scene and now she's literally straddling him in his hospital yeah. gown. Oh, and we Maybe saw her we butt. Saw his so, butt. you know, it's been, it's been a butt full episode. <laughs> I was uh, like, oh my God. I want to believe that she's doing right by him and she is legit attracted to him. But I'm just confused because we've seen two different sides of her now. We've seen this shy country girl who doesn't really know anything. And all of a sudden she's like, hey, hey, I can't believe I did that. And now she's like, straddle up, big boy. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just like how Jimmy is just always in these super embarrassing situations. Yeah. Like this poor guy. It's just funny to watch. And I like that about the show. At the beginning, when we first met Jimmy, it was kind of like, oh, yeah. gosh. But now he's we like just love lovable... him. And we just think he's yeah, funny. He like, just, he's, he's just harmless. sweet. Uh, he just wants to do a good job. But I would never, ever want my first time in a on a shattered bed. hip in a hospital bed. Like, she should not but do I that. But I guess she me. figured, you know, like, <laughs> like that's hey, terrible. it's not like he can go anywhere, captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> Is this consent or? <laughs> I, say, I was like, I don't think he actually said yes. So did he actually consent? I'm not sure, but I don't think he was going to say no at that point. <laughs> I like when Jimmy makes me laugh. I also put some huge exclamation points when Rainwater came back because I just asked you last week, like, what happened to Rainwater? Yeah. Where did he go? And you're like, yeah, he's still around. And there he is. He's back. Yeah. He's, he's around. around. So he's so. strategizing. He's trying to figure out how he's going to fight this order. Yeah. Did it make sense to you that he went to Dan Jenkins's lawyer no. or prior I lawyer? I was confused. I was confused. I don't know. Maybe because they had been in partnership together. Just didn't seem natural that he would go that route. Like, I would imagine that the tribal nation would have right. their own yeah. council. Yes, just the conversation with Doug and Rainwater. Doug is basically saying that, like, you're best given up. This is just a chess move. They're going to lock you up in court for years. And essentially, there's no way for you to win. You know, obviously, Rainwater is not going to heal over and die. I thought it was good that Rainwater explained his motives again. Like, it's not just about money. It's about preserving his way of life. A good point that he made. And It felt a little hypocritical to me. 
He's talking about there's two ways to salvage the valley. It can be the way that we live the land with the land, not on it. Taking his stabs at the concrete jungle, you know, the white people who took the land away from them that they live on, like where the grass needs sprinklers mm -hmm. in order to grow. And But yet he's sitting in a multi-million dollar casino with the finest of threads on him and jewelry on right. his fingers that it just felt very hypocritical. Like I don't ever see him living on the land the That's way that he's point. describing. Yeah. <laughs> Doug is kind of giving him this skeptical kind of look too. And I was just like, but is, is he going to do that? I, I know that the tribal nation is obviously always 100% in the forefront of why he does things. I don't buy that that's the reason why. Like, it's, it's more to preserve so that they don't get pushed out. Yeah, and I think he's a little bit like the governor in that he's looking to have progress, make money, but also to preserve their way of life. So I think he's a little bit on both sides of it. He's building a right. huge casino, like he's doing it for the money. He's in a unique position because he gets to say whatever he wants, really, in terms of like what his motives are. But what he was saying and like the fact that the camera was on him and he had his hands clasped together and he has these ornate turquoise stone rings and things like that. I'm like, and you're probably, you know, $1,500 suit. So like he wasn't being sincere? I think it was a convenient narrative for why he's doing what he's doing. And you can't really poke a hole at it because it's like, well, you're preserving the native way of life. But are you really? <laughs> it's kind of what I was after. So it doesn't seem like he can do much about all this. Yeah, so, you know, exit like Doug and uh, him and Mo brings plenty are talking. And I love that name. I love it. It's such a passion. I like him, too. He's like funny, quiet. Like he has a few little one liners, but he got like, like him. a lot of screen time in this episode, which I like. I don't know. Yeah. He, he really kind of like endeared himself to me at the end of last season. You know, when he was blessing yes. Rip's horse, he was putting like the, the paint mm -hmm. and, you know, saying the incantations to protect the horse like, like protect it, it, yeah. <laughs> but you know it, it ended up working out just fine that shows yeah. like the allied nature between them i really liked the screen time that he got and he was he was massively funny this episode yeah <laughs> so I thomas says he wants to bring in you know sort of like the big guns and you know angela blue thunder did you know who she was? It wasn't clear, right, who she is. No. The way Mo was, like, scared of her, and he's like, oh, my God, you're going to have to, like, sage after talking that, to that her. That looked like an ex-husband talking about his ex-wife and, like, terrified <laughs> to bits of her. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, possibly. He's like, seriously, dude, you got to bring in the ex. Like, come on, man. But, yeah, it was so funny. He's like, oh, God. I didn't understand why, because we, we don't have a precedent for her. So... I was like, have we seen her before? Because they are scared of her. Like, we should right. know something. Right, so they something. didn't say who like, she is in terms of what her role is. I mean, I'm assuming that she's some sort of, like, tribal counsel. Or lawyer. It wasn't made clear. But we do know that she's one step ahead of the sage burning. <laughs> yeah, by dousing that with her water bottle, which I thought was hilarious. What an entrance. Yes. This is somebody I'm not going to mess with. <laughs> she goes, come on, Mo. They know each other. What is Rainwater doing by bringing her in? Uh, that I'm still confused. I don't know. Because I wasn't sure if she was a lawyer. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it would make sense for him to bring in a different lawyer to sort of fight. He said that they're, he wants to fight back like they would. So, 
I'm thinking lawyer, but I was really not given too much information by their conversation. She agreed to help them. Meanwhile, out of the I other side of, of her it, mouth, right? she's insulting them for like basically letting them steal the land. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. not pleased. But he still says, so you're going to help. She agreed? Does she? I don't like know. Like she was them. just messing with them too. The other thing in that scene with Mo, so Thomas tells Mo, get John Dutton on the phone while he calls for Angela Blue Thunder and Mo gets the strike of lightning. Where's John in this? Right. Couldn't get John on the phone, so they tried to get Jamie. But Jamie was not in this episode whatsoever. Didn't see him at all. That was a big question at the end. But where's Yeah, Jamie? John did send for him. They mentioned you know, him. Sending Jake to get him to come up and talk to the governor because she needed to conduct all her Dutton business. All her Dutton business. Her. So I don't know what's Rainwater's plan with John Dutton. I guess he's trying to sort of like work out a strategy. Does, does Rainwater know that they're buying up all this land, too, around the ranch? I wonder feels like he's just concerned about the cease and desist. Like, I don't know that he knows the whole story yet. Yeah, I feel like he's been out of the loop. And I don't know if that's intentional or where that's going to play out. We're, what, a quarter of the way? More than a quarter of the way into the season. <laughs> this yeah, is four, I know. Sad. I said it last week. I said I feel like the season's going fast. Well, I, I know. And then the longer. fireworks started. So we'll have to see where Rainwater is thinking with John Dutton. I'm not sure. But I definitely, I definitely want to see more of Angela. I want to know this woman's backstory. Right? <laughs> She's a shark. <laughs> I want to know why these two grown men are scared of her. <laughs> Is she the Beth Dutton Ooh, of maybe. the reservation? Oh her, her and Beth in the room yeah. together. Yeah, let's do That's that. Let's have that scene. See. And they're on the same side. So for now, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Beth has some tricks up her sleeve this episode. I like how she told Rip, I have a plan for everything. Yeah. She does. That's true. So, She's did... like John. He has a plan for everything too. Right. And his, his are more undercover. Like you don't yeah. actually, she's more of a talker than he is. He just comes out. With she likes her line. plans to make a big splash. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she's talking to her boss. They're talking about leaking something. I did not quite understand. What are they leaking? Like what's um, going on? Okay, so from what I gathered, so later on in the episode, Rourke is watching TV. He's watching yeah. like a business channel, right? You know, and he sees that market equity stock has taken a tumble. I had to watch the twice <laughs> to catch on to yeah. what actually happened. So back when Beth is talking to Bob, she's talking about, well, I just want to do a small leak. What they've been doing has been good for their holdings. So what I interpreted this to be is she wants to leak information to the media about market equities and the plan to build the airport. And basically, I think she's trying to call their bluff on the notion that they have this whole thing locked down. Uh, okay. I don't know. I could be totally off base. But I thought that that's what she was trying to do because then when the, the information got leaked and he's, you know, looking at it online and it shows the Montana land grab and things like that. And I, I guess, you know, because the market well, said something about a questionable investment or like a. Right. So now like to like I forget the word that they use. Yeah, but, but it was questionable was definitely one of them. But it, so, you know, it's like if I were to say to you in the middle of the Dutton Ranch, we're going to build an airport. Well, why would you build an airport? What they leaked doesn't have the full picture. So it looks like it's a stupid move to me. So if I'm leaking information about an airport in the middle of nowhere, close to Yellowstone National Park, but there's nothing else around there, does that sound like a good idea? Probably not. Yeah. But if you don't know the full story that they're planning to build a ski resort and they're planning to build a whole city yeah. and, and an airport. That's true. That's the way that I took it. I, like I said, I might be wrong. But so then when it did leak, it came across as half-baked. And I think she's trying to force their hand to say, like, well, we've got the lease. We've got the FAA. 
because she knows that they had the, the presentation with the governor from the prior episode with her little mole inside the yeah. governor's office. Uh, <laughs> that's the way that I took it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just wanted to know. I was like, what are they leaking? That's what I took it to be, that she's trying to force their hand. I love her plans, though. She's always got something. She's going to work it out. But Rourke was funny. I don't know. Did you catch on that? Was he really mad uh-huh. or, did, or was he like, you bitch with a smile? I think he's like amused. I think by... he's amused. I, I think he's read up on her. He knows what she's kind of capable of. But, you know, I guess he's still definitely attracted to her. <laughs> but I just I feel like this is going to take a very ugly turn very quickly. It has to. It has to. It's the Duttons. It's Yellowstone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we mentioned Rip. This whole scene between them, it was like so sweet and so heartbreaking all at the same time. I know. I love their tender moment. Like this, I feel like they haven't had that until this season. Right. And it's really great to watch. Yeah. Their chemistry is really undeniable, I think, as much as she's fighting it. And now we found out a little bit why she's fighting it. I love that. He's like, what should I call you? And she said, wife. I was like, wait, what did she say? Like, rewind. I had to rewind it. And... Yeah, and it was like almost instantaneous. Like she didn't even think about it. It was there's no filter. Yeah. It was like, out. I know. I was like, well, and I was at the beach, so like I couldn't hear it. And I was like, what? Wait, 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 wait. Like, rewind. I rewound it like three times. I'm like, oh my gosh, she did say it. Yeah. Like, what does she mean? <laughs> my brother-in-law was sitting next to me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just, shh, shh, shh. just go with me. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We don't have closed captions here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, and I'm surprised they didn't talk about it till the next morning. Yeah. But she brought it well, up. Well, I again. guess he he knew not to. I guess he knows yeah. he knows how to handle her. But the the part that, you know, that we just referenced before, it it made me laugh like so cute be, like the the dynamic between them is so cute like when he's like you have you know she goes I got a plan for everything. He goes, "Yeah, you're like a spider sitting in your web." Yeah. And she like choked on her beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he has figured her out, you know, because yeah. I feel like not a lot of people have. And that's probably hard for her to have someone that knows her that well. Right. Because she definitely tries to keep those walls up for sure. Yeah. Well, she she let a big wall come crumbling down by, you know, fessing up to him that she this was the big bombshell for this episode was that she can't have kids. Yeah. But we don't know why. I love the way he responded, though. He's like, well, I've never really wanted all that many kids. He's like, I, I don't even like the dogs running around. Yeah, it's like, I don't even like dogs. So, And when he said, he said, when you, you're all I need, I was like, that is just very, very sweet. And like you said, like, he's got her figured out. She's not a very maternal person. Right. And I, I, I never <laughs> I think believed... we've already discussed how she probably should not have kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's, there's never been anything about her, even from the flashback scenes that we've gotten that would indicate that she's a very nurturing thank you i was the carrie no she does care um yeah. but nurturing yeah so yeah you know so this revelation does help sum up her personality a little bit more right not to say that people who don't have children aren't nurturing but just her nature is definitely not lending itself to <laughs> to that but yeah the fact that he's okay with it like that's been her hang-up does this now pave the way for something a little more concrete between them? I hope so. Because he kept saying, he goes, I like you being here. I'd like you for you to be here later. And she's like, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> I liked how he pointed out that every time he brings up the future, or he's, he used the word tomorrow, mm-hmm. that she runs away. So she's bringing it up and saying she wants to be around. And I think it's a good path for them. Yeah. Is there going to be a Dutton wedding? Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like they would do a wedding. Do you? No, I don't. Mm-mm. I feel like they would just go out to the top of the mountain. Right. With, I'm sure Jamie is, or will be ordained like they tell him to. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I have nothing to base it on other than the wild oh. fan theories that are out there. 
is Jamie somehow responsible for the fact that she can't have children? I don't know. I saw that too. I think we need to have like a segment at the end of our podcast about these crazy fan theories. Like it gets out of hand sometimes. Well, there's the one that's not even a fan theory. The one that you sent the article to me from the season rather, where there's a skull in the bottom left-hand corner, John's standing there with a shovel behind him, and everyone's looking on except Jamie. Right? Jamie's not even there, no. and I didn't even notice that. No, same. Did not notice it at all, but then, but somebody's looking up at them from down below. Yeah, and yeah, because the picture's up from down below. From so, down below's perspective. I mean, some of these fan theories are like, whoa, really? Some and then some are like, come on, yeah. that's ridiculous. So I, I definitely am entertained by these yes. theories. But one of them, yeah, I saw was that Jamie's somehow responsible for her not being able to have kids, which, what? Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like John would have probably taken care of that a long time ago, like taking Jamie yeah. to the train station. <laughs> what? No. If he, so, if he did something to, to Beth, you don't think so? Not with his kids. I don't feel like he was like that with his kids, though. Okay. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I think in two weeks, according to the, an article, there's going to be uh, some sort of bombshell. Oh, yeah. So two some more sort weeks. of reveal. Yeah. Okay. So we shall I have know. to see. But yeah, so I'm hopeful that Beth can find some sort of like happiness now that she's unburdened this on him. And mm -hmm. he's accepted that because she needs a little more calm in her life. <laughs> She, yeah she's definitely had some rough and, I, and he's like just all about whatever she wants whatever he worships that, like whatever. her he just i know he so. does so i'm excited maybe they'll get married but i don't really see like a wedding yeah i don't know, I don't know. but i mean i just thought I it was like you know such a, a perfect segue from where like they're at the rodeo scene where you know john's like just hold her damn hand like as if anyone <laughs> as if anything could happen without me knowing about it so it's like right like that's almost like the john dutton blessing right there i felt so right <laughs> that's funny so my other favorite couple which we didn't see much of is still casey and monica i love these guys yeah so there's but we didn't see enough of them this time they're still at it like jackrabbits though from what I we know. do see man being in the woods makes them very excited yes so i thought it was hilarious that <laughs> um you know monica's trying to like clean tate from camping and they're in the river and you smell like a goat i'm like i feel like i've said that to my son <laughs> Right. Like, you smell like a goat. Get in here. Every mom can identify with that smell of a boy from being yeah. so dirty. Mm -hmm. Like, we just got back from baseball practice a little while ago, so he was pretty stinky. They're like, go take a shower. Yeah. But yeah, so now the wolf emerged again. Okay, but I liked this scene, but Tate just ran off, and then there's a wolf. So, like, my thought was like, um, didn't somebody... Go, go check, check on, on the 10 year old. Like the whole time they're like, try I was sort of distracted by the fact that like, there's a wolf and your kids out there. Like, right. Come on people. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this wolf likes to watch. Apparently. Yeah. We have a wolf voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> Is the wolf a friend or a foe? Well, always a foe. It's a wolf. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some wolfy connection between. Wolfy connection. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like, Ultimately, like, yes, it obviously wants the cattle as a meal, but he's lost his pack. So is the wolf smart enough to realize that I could be part of this pack? <laughs> they see, no. they do seem to be the alphas around here. No. <laughs> am, I, am I reaching too far there? <laughs> uh, no, probably not. But I'm just always like, uh, no. That's my reaction to everything. No, I mean, Casey said he, he wants to kill him. He said he's studying them. Yeah. Like, to be a predator. Like, he's not a nice wolf. But Monica doesn't want him to, to kill the wolf, so. 
I don't know. Which I was surprised because she was like scared of it. Because like you said, the 10 year old just ran off and the wolf is like, then appears. Hello. I wouldn't carry on with my frisky activity. Yeah. (laughs) And hope the wolf walks away and finds my kid. Like, um, no. (laughs) I was distracted by Tate being alone. I'm like, ah. They're showing an awful lot of this wolf. So I'm just trying to like hypothesize about like where this wolf is. Yeah. He's like becoming a character because he's in every episode so far, right? Yeah. Basically. I kind of feel like I I want the wolf to attack Ella Steele or something like that. We didn't see this time out, but he's like the. I feel like the evil no, it mouthpiece. has to be a standoff with the wolf, right? Because he's lost his pack, so he's not going to bring a whole pack of wolves. Right. He's going to be there by himself, but he's got to somehow attack or be in the middle of camp or. Oh. Right. Oh, I didn't right? think of that. Like, no, the wolf has to be smarter than to like you know arrive at camp. I hope. I hope for the wolf's sake, because otherwise he's going to meet his end with a shotgun. I mean, isn't he going to meet that end anyway? I hope not. I like him. Yeah. You like him. <laughs> I'm hoping that his name is like Two Socks or something like that. You know? Two Socks. <laughs> <laughs> A throwback to Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, he is a pretty wolf, but he is. I, he's still a wolf. I don't think this is going to go well for him against the humans. Yeah, probably not. Humans are the most evil things anyway, so. <laughs> we'll see, but you're right about him sort of being an important part of this. He's in every episode right. now that we think about it. And, you know, listening to Casey and things like that, you know, when when John happened upon him and things like that. Yeah. So that, it just kind of like stuck with me. So I don't know. We'll have to see where the wolf ends up. So the other adorable couple this episode was the governor and John. I know. Oh my God. Their flirting is just adorable. So funny. I like she tells you, uh, you've been in the woods too long. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. And you know, the whole little banter with like, you know, don't give me that look, that look, yeah. you know, yeah. the drop your dress and get in my tent look. <laughs> it's like, I'm not doing anything. Like, aren't you though, John? Meanwhile, he's drinking like whiskey straight from the bottle. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. The relationship didn't seem very personable at first. Like it seemed to be just sort of a business relationship and then like a hookup. Right. And they've sort of evolved a little bit into this, like caring about each other. Right. Having more intimate conversations. I liked this scene as they are actually like flirting. It seemed more relationship. Yeah. It seems like more genuine. Yes. Exactly. I, I agree with that. But it's funny because John does know what he's doing by sending the ranch hand back yeah. to get Jamie. So and take she's time. like, where's my ride? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Everything with the governor I, I liked in this episode, the way that she handled Casey, she gave him just enough rope to hang himself. <laughs> Very, she was very political in how she, you know, sort of handled him, ultimately telling him, you know, you need to grow up. You need to, like, stop worrying about becoming your father. And, you know, basically you can run the office however you want to. Yeah. Which led me to question, I guess nobody knows about Steve Hendon yet. I don't think that that has leaked. Uh, I don't think that that whole thing has. I, I think it's going mm-hmm. so far. I think it's going the way that Jamie has planned it. Yeah. I just don't know how that gets Steve out of jail. That's the only part about like our conversation from last week that's kind of still lingering. I'm that's like, true. but how does all of that get him out of jail? <laughs> I feel like that was just a timing thing because there's going to have to be that like investigation, I investigation. Guess. Yeah. And he's going to, so I think that's just a time. It's going to take time for that to happen. But would she even know about it? Like that's not really her. But I'm like, sure like, you know, two dead bodies in Montana is going to get noticed by somebody. Well, yeah. Somebody might tell her, you know, especially if, if like <laughs> if Beth has a mole in the governor's office, I'm pretty sure that's a, Someone would like ring the governor's office and be like, 
unless they called the secretary and they're like, oh, no, no, I'm on the Dutton payroll. This, this right? doesn't need to go to her. <laughs> so she's gotten her way with Casey. So now he's the livestock commissioner, as John had wanted originally. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't see Jamie, but she did tell Casey that she's not on board with the plan to develop. Yeah. I was confused. I was confused because of where the conversation then went with John later on in the episode with Casey saying that they want to build an airport here. Casey was aware of that. And Casey's like, well, what do you want to do? And John's like, I'm not sure yet. It just seems like either there's a disconnect. Did the governor not make her intention clear? Yeah, I feel like it's just not revealed yet. Like, I think she wants the airport, you know, based on that other conversation with Ella Steele. Like, I think she sees the benefit of it. And like the acceptable surrender that she talked yeah. at the rodeo. So, but to tell Casey that she's not on board with the development, I'm just... Somebody, somebody's not being 100% truthful here. I think it's her. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think she, yeah, I mean, she's trying, I think she's trying to play the John Dutton in the situation, sort of control everything the way that it needs to go. So I don't know if she's even told John the whole story because she didn't, remember? Right. She wanted to present him with the solution and then she was going to tell him what the problem was. So I don't even know if he knows the whole story. So this to me is her play. Like she's the one in charge of this situation currently. Right. Sure, I don't think it would stay that way, but yeah, it just it, it didn't make a ton of sense to me because it contradicted itself basically from yeah. where, where she was and then sort of like where he settled by talking to Casey about I'm not sure what we want to do yet, and, mm -hmm. although yeah. we might be getting ahead of ourselves, but um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I, I did like the fact that she was transparent enough with Casey to tell him that it's not just about her saying no to the development, that this is why she needs Jamie so that she mm -hmm. can get the law. So I, I, I feel like her plan is fleshed out a little bit more, but I'm just not sure about what her end right. decision is. I mean, she seems genuine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like she's just manipulating it to get the Duttons off her back. I think she sees both sides of it. She even told John, like, I see why you fight for this so hard. Right. I like what he said, too. You can't have it unless you work for it. Right. It's not a dream so, you can buy. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, nobody else can understand. And, uh, yeah. And, like, and there's the rub. It's like, you can't sell, you can't buy this dream. You have to work it. But not many people want to put the effort in. Yeah. And so. it's just like, they're, like, beset on all sides, you know, <laughs> to, like, give up their <laughs> land. And, yeah. So, it'll just be, you know, one of these things, like, where does John see the future? for his ranch and his family. Yeah, once he knows the whole story, I want to know what he's got to say about it. Yeah, there's a lot of inferences to how much he actually knows. Like, I'm, I'm just not sure that he's got the whole picture just yet. I liked her going to the summer camp. That was funny. Yeah, kudos, I liked kudos to the governor for, like, sticking it out of camp in a, in a business suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and heels. Right. I did sort of think, like, legit. I'm, like, sort of the mom in the, the back of my head, like, that doesn't. She doesn't even have a toothbrush. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. Like, screw the hopeless romantic. This does not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I live in the real world. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to need a shower. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what the river's for, I guess, so. You don't smell mm -hmm. like a goat. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So that leads us to the bikers where we got some like actual bloodshed action. Yeah. <laughs> this scene. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what the? All right. I'm going to go out on a, a conspiratorial limb. They're not done. Okay. They're not done. They were told to go back to California and yeah, the graves are dug and stuff like that. But. I don't have a, a well-fleshed-out plan for them, but I just feel like 
something's gonna come back <laughs> i love how this scene just like completely escalated yes so i like how he's just trying to handle it like politely like please leave this is not your land and then a fight breaks loose but <laughs> up comes rip oh my god it's like barrels over all the harleys that I was, was like, so oh. spectacular i was like what the hell it's like, can an F-350, like, that's a big truck. Yeah, with, with the, the big, cattle guard. big grill on the front, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big, big truck. But I'm thinking, can it run over six motorcycles and still survive? Like, dang, that was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, that would get the attention of the people yep. in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> then he, like, was he just walk out of the truck with, like, a tie iron or something? Just it was, whacks it, people. It was like, um, it was like the branding. It had the yes, Y. It was the, the branding iron. You're yeah. right. It was the branding iron. And, like, which is longer than a tire iron because I'm like, that's a very long tire iron. And then I spotted the Y at one point. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's the rip, too, from, like, season one. Yes. Like, absolutely. He's been so sweet and cute lately. And, and reserved. He, he's back. Like, yeah. just don't, don't mess with the me. shit out of people. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Teeter. Teeter, yeah, she was doing there. her thing, doing her thing, <laughs> doing her teeter thing. So Lloyd called it right, obviously, right? Yeah. Saying that they were going to come back for the bikes and, you know, knew that they were going to come back after dark. And John is just sitting there. It was like chilling to watch. I know. Like when he like picked up his head and the flashlight was there and it was just like evening. Like, oh, <laughs> crap. Oh, crap. And then at first I didn't realize what was next to him. And then when I went back to look a second time, I'm like, oh, dear God, he was sitting there with the shovels. Yeah. So like there was no mistaking like looking at him what was next to him from their from their perspective from the biker's perspective. It was pretty chilling to watch it. and his face. His face was so hard. It's like you're not going to mess with this. So I like the way that he phrased it like what would you do if I came into your home? Like this yeah. is this is my home and you're here to mess it up. Do you think it's realistic that they would have actually started digging? Yeah. <laughs> I do. You're pointing a gun at me. Yeah. Yeah. You got I'll Rip and Floyd on there with like their high powered rifles. Oh my God. I was, I mean, I was cringing though. I'm like, please like, don't make them dig their own grave and then shoot. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I oh. did think that there was going to be an example made of one of them, but I did too. I thought for sure somebody, I thought at least one or all three of them were going in the ground. Yeah. I thought at least the boss would go in the ground. Mm -hmm. But maybe this is like what we've been talking about, like this kinder, gentler John Dutton. Yeah, I'm not sure that that would have really played out the same way, like two seasons season ago. One. Right. Yeah. It was all about like you know take them to the train station. It was it was a lot harder of an edge in season one. So you know. I mean, the biker dude did say he's never coming back. I hope so. I hope for their yeah. sake because he said I'm going back to California. I'm never coming back. So I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. All right, Teeter. Let's talk Teeter. We got some more of her this episode. We did, and she was easier to understand this episode. Yes, definitely. Are we are we just getting used to her? Or no. She, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I thought she did speak a little more clearly. Yes, her enunciation uh, was much better. Yeah. But I just love how Lloyd's like telling her that like they don't want anything to do with this chick. Like she is like staring at them like they're some sort of man meat, and they're all like, ew. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're like so leering at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's leering at them. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> she told him to come sit in her lap. Yes! Like, come, on, come sit in mama's lap. And then Colby's just like shivering in the back in the heat of the summer. But um, she wrangled the cow. We got to see her sort of like wrangling yeah. in action. And she scared the bejesus out of the cow, I think. At the, at the Well, she started the fist fight, too, because they called her a name or something. Yeah, they've insulted her pink hair. So she like just started swinging. So yeah. she started the fight. It was inevitable so. the punch was going to be thrown. She just, you know, stepped up and did it. 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have any sayings for me to write down this week, yeah. but she was easier to understand. I did like the fact that, like, you know, when they asked at the end if she was okay, she spits out a mouthful of blood. She goes, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got it. I'm good. I do have to say, though, that Jen Landon did like one of my tweets about Yellowstone this week. She did? Yes. This morning when <gasps> I woke up, I had said that Teeter's a welcome addition to the mix and, you know, how is she going to keep these boys honest and stuff like that. So she liked my tweet this morning. So, yay! yay! That's awesome. Yeah. I've been seeing that Carrie Underwood has a TikTok account and she's been in Wyoming and she posted a video of her like wrangling cattle. Seriously? Like on her horse. And she did a Yellowstone TikTok, like with the sound uh-huh. and her husband. And she was like, he thinks he's Rip or whatever. And so I want to like tag her next and see if we can get her to check out Yellowstone. That would be amazing. She watches. Yeah. So that would be really But cool. she's like currently like on a horse in Wyoming. So as you do. As Carrie Underwood does. I'll have to check out her TikTok for sure. Yeah. So I thought at the end of the biker scene with John and Casey talking, mm-hmm. and he says that my summer's over. Like he's ready to go back to work, to do something, to be active, to be proactive. So that's why I thought, like I said, there's a season of change. Because even Casey was telling Monica at the end, like, we can't do this forever. Like something, we've got to go back. So I think they're both sort of gearing up for this fight. And so I think this is like the end of that, like, nice calm. We're at the summer camp. Right. Things are nice and easy. Mm -hmm. So I think they're bringing us back into this, like, we're going to see a few more biker fights. We're going to see a few more (laughs) missing people. Like, yes, (laughs) someone's definitely going to the train station. Right. (laughs) Only employees go to the train station. Yeah, that's true. But I have a lot of questions that they're they're going to have to start moving the needle on. You know, I want to know about the pregnant girlfriend. (laughs) Yes, that needs to cut. I mean, that's the timeline is ticking on that one. Literally, like, you know, there's only but but so much time before that happens. (laughs) You know, I feel like that was too big of a a bomb at the end of last season to not have it carry over. Even if it's a lie, like, so it needs to come out if it was a lie or not. So I just need to, I need resolution on that. I need to know who Angela Blue Thunder is. Yeah. So she does apparently, according to IMDb, she's in a few more episodes. So she's in the next couple and she's in the last episode for the season. Oh, okay. According to IMDb. And I want to know about Mia's motives. I don't think that she's all that she makes herself out to be. I'm curious as to where the market equities Rourke story is going to come in because this is again we've talked about this before this is not where the duttons are comfortable this is like a court of law there's going to be contracts and land leases and things like that i don't know i feel like this might be in over their pay grade well i feel like rourke doesn't seem to have that much of a role yet right like Like he's he's just made these like cameo appearances he's had these discussions with beth but we don't really know like he's got to be more of a deciding factor in this yeah like the way he's been framed to us is that he's like the hedge fund manager who kind of like located the area yeah like that he kind of handles their investments or whatever so it doesn't seem like he has much to do with this but he's in every episode so he does yeah. So I need to know more about him. Yeah. And what he's up to. Right. So, all right, Yellowstone, we got questions. We need answers. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how hard did Beth poke that bear. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Because, I mean, now this is episode four. So the next one is the halfway mark for the season. So things yeah. got to start heating up. <laughs> Literally. As they I, always do. As, yeah. as, as the summer wears on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. As we are entering from July into August, it will get hotter, I can guarantee you. That is for Sheila. sure. That is for sure. <laughs> 
I'm going to move up to New York with you. It's too hot down here. It's, it's not much better here. Tons of humidity. Oh, it's, dang I mean, it. it's the temperature is not as hot. Like we don't have like 97 degrees or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like 90. Um, oh, at well, the moment. 90's still hot. It's still hot and the humidity is pretty high, you know, so it's like not a good hair day today. Well, dang it. I'm just going to stay put then. But I, I would love for you to come to New York so we can like hang out and. You know, yeah, but you know, you'd have to quarantine Let's do it in the fall. You'd have to quarantine for two weeks at this point because, Ugh. like, I tried to give blood yesterday and they sent me away because my iron was too low. And they were like, first question before they even took my temperature, like, have you been outside the state? I'm like, I haven't been outside my town. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been outside my house. I, I barely go outside. Like, I come here no. to give blood, and you know, if you have not yet given blood, dear listeners, <laughs> now would be a good time to go give some blood. But yeah, so they're they're um, asking t- for people to self quarantine for two weeks if you come from any hot spot states. Oh dang it! But you can more than welcome to hang out at my house. Okay. <laughs> you can quarantine in our guest room. I need a two week break. Um, yes, I do. Yeah, so you had a couple of days away at the beach, so that was that must have been nice. Yeah, but with like a lot of my children and oh, more children. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, multiplications like, of children is no good. It was loud and. It was a lot of fun. We went fishing and did not catch a single thing. We caught a stingray. That's been my husband's fishing season so far is that he goes yeah. out and catches nothing. So he comes we back. We nothing. He's like, we caught He's like, I drank every, some beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we caught every small fish you could ever, like my, my dad caught the smallest catfish I've ever seen. Like I've never <laughs> seen a catfish that small before. Sorry, I'm not. It literally was like three inches. Like it was a baby. I'm like, how do you catch a catfish that small? He's like, I have no idea. But and I did. My sister caught two stingrays. Wow. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. So we had no luck, but it was still fun. And That's good. It's also nice to just like have the beach. Uh, a change of scenery for just for a couple of days. It does good. Yeah. yeah. It was good for the kids to get out. That's good. So, so until next week, I am anxiously awaiting. Cannot wait. Yes. I did buy another Yellowstone t-shirt. So. Yes, I have to get to that link that you sent me to get yeah. myself a, at least a Yellowstone hat, if not a t-shirt as well. The one I got says, a little bit sweet, a little bit Beth Dutton. <laughs> <laughs> I did see it uh, in Facebook because I, I belong to a couple of Facebook groups. I, I guess, you know, the algorithm works. So there's a, yeah, there's a, t- right. a t-shirt that uh, Kelly Riley's holding up and uh, it's like, in a world of Kardashians, be a Beth Dutton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, this is Sheila. This is Steph. Thanks for joining us for Yellowstone Episode 4. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. This has been an original Pod Clubhouse production. Pod Clubhouse is a podcast network dedicated to encouraging collaboration among podcasters and friends to bring a fresh voice and diverse perspective on a wide array of content. Please visit and leave a comment for us at podclubhouse.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast feeds on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at Pod Clubhouse. Our DMs are always open, and we'd love to hear from you. Pod Clubhouse.